On first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. Hey, what's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your host, as always, Cody Felger. While training camp's pretty much wrapping itself up at this point, the Colts have officially 14 days until they kick off down in Jacksonville. And so what I wanted to do in this episode is I made an episode earlier on in the offseason about players that I felt like needed to have strong training camps this year, whether that be they were competing for a roster spot or whether that also be a position. Either way, I felt like these players needed to have a really, really good training camp in order to start them off right. Now, some players have risen up to that level. Some have not. But today I want to look at five different Colts that I feel like have had really strong training camps. And that's helped them, whether that be, like I mentioned, a position battle or also whether or not I think that pushes them onto the final 53-man roster. And before I do that, I want to talk about a few different honorable mentions. It was hard to only put five guys on here because there's been a lot of guys that have stood out during training camp this year. But I'll go with my honorable mentions. I'll start with Zaire Franklin. Now, a lot of people don't really know who Zaire Franklin is if you don't follow the team hardcore. He was a seventh-round pick a couple years ago out of Syracuse. Really has been reserved for special teams up to this point. He's played a little bit of snaps at linebacker. Obviously, he's behind the big three linebackers and then probably EJ Speed as well. But he's played a lot of special teams. He seems like he's coming on in training camp as more of a linebacker, which is great to hear. Uh, Great to hear him overall. Seems like he's been doing better and making some plays. So that certainly, I think, kind of propels him ahead of some of these other guys that he could be competing for. And so Zaire Franklin, I don't know if he's going to have a major impact, probably in the linebacking group, probably not, unless an injury or two happens. But Zaire Franklin still is a, a significant part of this roster. I think that puts him ahead of guys like Matthew Adams and some of these other linebackers on this roster. So I have him here as one of my honorable mentions. The other guy I'll talk about, Ben Banigou. Now, I, I was so tempted to put Ben Banigou on this list, and I, I'll tell you why I don't. It's really tough for me to say this, but honestly, I feel like Banigou's having a good camp, but I don't necessarily see him as a starter. Now, the rest of these guys, I don't know if I'd look at them as starters necessarily, but I feel like for some of these guys I'm looking at on this list, the bar was set a little bit lower. I was expecting bigger things out of Banigou this year. It seems like he's having a really good training camp, though. He's been injured a little bit. He came back a couple days ago. He's had a strong couple days, so I'm certainly excited to see what happens with him moving forward. But I'll go to number five, Rocky Asin. Rocky Asin, I love Rocky Asin. I love, love, love Rocky Asin. Last year, when he was t- taken in the second round, he was kind of thrown in the fire a little bit. The, the Colts dealt with some injuries. Rocky Asin had to step in early, and he he had moments where he struggled, but he also had moments where he performed very, very well considering the circumstances, really came on strong the second half of the year, was a top 15 corner. So Rock, I think, for the reason why I have him ahead of Banigou is because I foresee Rock potentially – as the number one corner this year. I know he's going to be competing with Xavier Rhodes, and that's why I feel like he had to have a strong camp kind of building off of that year. 
Um, he's going to be competing with Rhodes for that number one corner spot. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of leaps he takes when the regular season starts. Seems like he's made some good plays so far. He's had a pretty strong camp, all things considered. So Rock just cracks the list for me at five. Number four for me, Al-Qadim Muhammad. When I talk about players who are forgotten, al Muhammad is the definition of that on the Colts. I mean, al Muhammad, nobody has talked about, but he seems like every time I look down, every time during games and during training camp, I see al Muhammad's name. He's making a play. He's getting a sack. He's, you know, tackling, making a tackle for loss. He's doing all these different things. And I really think he's got a shot to make this roster and potentially compete for that starting defensive end position alongside Jabal Sheer, I really think he has a good chance to do that this year. I mean, he was a waiver claim a couple of years ago, and he has been a solid player. Now with the departure of Sheard in free agency, I think the sky's the limit. I think this position is his to take. He's going to be competing with a couple other guys, but Al-Kid Muhammad is a very, very good player, and he's a young player too, so I think he has room that he can continue to grow and continue to improve. So he's number four for me. Number three for me, And I put him number three, not necessarily because he's going to be a starter, but just because of the significance of where he was to where he is now. How about Reese Fountain? I know he's Derek's favorite player on the Colts. I love Reese Fountain, too. That interview we had with him a few months ago was phenomenal, just hearing about his story, hearing about just all the things that he had to go through, all the surgeries that he had to go through. And it seems like every time we hear receiver making a play, Reese Fountain's name's in there. He's running with the ones a little bit. And he's been making plays. So Reese Fountain, he seems like he's building off of that strong preseason slash training camp last year that he had. So Reese Fountain, I, I really think legitimately, and, and, and I have kind of been doubting if Reese Fountain was going to make the final 53-man roster, but you have to factor in he's been having a great camp. Marcus Johnson, who I thought was a, pretty much a lock for number five, he hasn't really practiced. So maybe the Colts decide – we want to take the risk on Reese Fountain as opposed to a guy like Marcus Johnson. And even if the Colts roll with six receivers, I always feel like at the back end of your position, you need guys who can play special teams. Well, if the Colts can keep six, they can keep Ashton Doolin to be more of the special teams guy. And then Reese Fountain can do what he needs to do. But super impressed with Reese Fountain so far, considering the major injury he had to rehab from this last year. Number two for me, Now, this is another guy that I don't necessarily think is going to be a starter. But considering what my opinion was and what Derek's opinion was of him early, he has just been shining. And so I am so, so happy. Even And I'm I'm glad to admit, so far, he's proven me wrong. Robert Windsor, sixth-round pick this year out of Penn State. You talk about a guy that nobody really believed in. I mean, I know that he's not the most physically gifted guy in the world, which is why I was like, I don't know if I'd – want to keep him on my roster, you know, but it certainly seems like he's got a high motor. Seems like he's got the right attitude. And he's also just got this high energy. That's very infectious to this defensive line group. And also the injury to Sheldon day, I think is a big reason why he could potentially make this roster and make a push for this roster um, when cutdowns come this next week. So I'm really excited to see what Robert Windsor can bring from a depth standpoint. I don't think he's going to be a starter. I think you've got your two starters and, and Stewart and also Buckner, obviously. But I think Windsor's kind of a guy that I'm intrigued to see because he seems like he's been making plays. seems like he's been disrupting different things. So I'm excited to see what happens with him there. And then the number one for me, lots of defensive linemen on this, on this list, and that is a very good thing. Tyquan Lewis. 
I mean, I think this one's pretty obvious. Lewis, a second-round pick in 2018 out of Ohio State. He showed flashes his rookie season. He, had, he struggled with injuries, but when he was healthy, he showed some flashes. Last year, he really was ineffective. And so the thing I love about what Lewis did this offseason is he took this offseason to get back in shape mentally and also physically. You know, he wanted to get back to being the kind of player he was with the Buckeyes in the couple of years he was with them. So I love that Lewis has taken that and really taken that criticism, if you will, from Chris Ballard and from just fans and people in general. And he has used it, and he has had a strong, strong camp. I mean, they said in the, the live scrimmage, he had two sacks on one drive, and he's played a little bit of defensive end too. So he can kind of – he's a position flexible, which is great. He can kind of move around where you need him to move. He played defensive end primarily at Ohio State. He's played some of the three technique with Indianapolis as well. So Tyquan Lewis, I am very, very happy to say he was the number one guy on my list when I created it before. And he is the number one guy here that has taken that criticism and he has performed incredible. I am so excited to see what happens with Tyquan Lewis. I've heard a lot of people comparing it to Grover Stewart last season when he kind of just took off in camp. And then he obviously, he turned into a really good player for the Colts. He's going to be a starter this year. So who knows? Maybe Lewis can challenge for that defensive end spot. Maybe he can. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be, I said, Al-Kadim Muhammad, Danico Autry, potentially Ben Banigou. There's going to be a lot of guys vying for that position. I could see potentially Lewis, if he's having this strong a camp, making a push for that starting position. So that's my list, the top five. You could kind of say top seven guys who have had really strong camps. So is there any guy that I missed? There probably is. There's no, undoubtedly is when I make a list like this. There's one guy that just slips my mind a little bit, but it certainly seems like these guys, based off of how they needed to make the roster or compete for a starting spot, they've played pretty well so far. So let me know in the comments what you guys think of my list. If there's anybody else that you would add, please submit that below. But that'll be it for this episode. Thanks, guys, so much. And as always, go Colts.